Casey. Michelle. You ready to do this? Yeah, let's get into it. Not that I'm a lyricist, but <laughs> three years in, should we be writing lyrics? <laughs> I mean, you used to do the raps. I know. I'm just. I miss good. those days. <laughs> okay, maybe I'll try it. It's just embarrassing for everyone involved. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't have to be a freestyle rap. You could prepare in advance. No, I'm an MC. <laughs> oh, How dare okay. You disrespect <laughs> me. <laughs> that rhymed. Hey, <laughs> we're back. We got it and together. we're back. All right. Good morning. Good morning. Whatever time you're listening to this, we're recording it on Saturday morning. One Saturday morning. Remember that? Oh, yeah. That was like my childhood. Yeah. I mean, recess was the best. Yeah. Spinelli. I know. That was so in- That was so exciting to meet Scott Spinelli. And, and like, ask if there was any relation. Because oh, it's a cartoon. I know. I'm joking. <laughs> But just knowing that name existed. Yeah, was there was also evil. a Spinelli pizzeria by me. So we would I always would see the truck. And then the massive disappointment that it's not Scott, you know, Scott isn't the character. Doesn't own it the fortune. <laughs> yeah. Or he doesn't own the pizza fortune. That would be very disappointing on your end too. Yeah, you really wish you you really figured you scored the big one there. And then Yeah, free food. I mean, you know I love anything free and I love me some food. <laughs> oh, pizza. No, I can't order pizza from the same place for the fourth week in a row. Okay. So, <laughs> I mean, I can, but I'm going to diversify my eating habits. Options. We're <laughs> diversify your get... portfolio. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think we're going to go cinnamon roll and um, sausage, egg, and cheese on a croissant. What do you Ooh. I would love a bagel, though, but I can't risk. I don't, I can't expect anything over here. Yeah, I don't know how to smear, baby. Texas are no we have like a jersey bagel place but like after you have Tompkins and like new york bagels it's just not yeah no i hear you we don't measure up well yeah what else is going on measuring up (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was like transition (laughs) there's no transition with that um what has happened in culture this week is the grammys we are in the midst of awards season Yes, we are. And um, as we mentioned last week, we had the Grammys um, coming up this past Sunday, which hosted by Trevor Noah was on CBS. I tuned in. Yeah, he's hosted it a few times, I believe. I think he's like their resident host, kind of how LL Cool J used to be. Um, And yeah, I mean, I actually felt like it was better than I anticipated. I watched it with a delay so I could fast forward, um, which honestly, I didn't really fast forward much, which says a lot. Uh, They had, you know, some great performances, some. um, I don't know if you want me to just like kind of highlight what I saw and then what you saw on the news or. Yeah, okay, yeah, cool. Your highlights. You're the cultural. You're the. Um, I would say you're more the music. Boots on the ground of the pop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, I think one of the big things that happened even before the award show started, because remember, any awards with the Grammys that they can't show them all in that. Um, you know, 
three hour, I think it was over three hour show. But Viola Davis got her EGOT because she won her um, Grammy for the spoken word of her book. Um, Yeah, so obviously we're just like, you know, if you haven't listened to this pod before. It's a Viola Davis pod. (laughs) It's a Viola Davis pod, yeah. So we're just so happy she got her. She got hers. Yeah. No, I mean. I can't imagine she thought that that was ever going to be happening to her. Yeah, I, I can't imagine many actors assume they're going to win Grammys. It's one thing to get a Tony or, you know, an Emmy and an Oscar, but to get a Grammy, it's very rare. Yeah, and usually we see EGOTs are um, typically, I feel like it's more. I- oh, you just. Um, yeah, it. um, it's a spam call. Um, it's either like theater people who then go into like film and TV because they can start the Tony and they can typically then also like get a Grammy from like a soundtrack from the show right. or something. Or it's composers. It's a lot of composers. Oh, Burt Bacharach died. R.I.P. Yeah. I think he's an EGOTer as well. I would not be surprised. Yeah. He's touched everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Then, then there, I feel like there's somebody who's actively... I feel like there's a male actor that's actively trying to get his EGOT. Well, not actor, but Common is like three-fourths. Three, he's trying to get the Tony. He's doing a Broadway play. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was like super exciting even going into the awards. Um, and then uh, in terms of performances, I mean, the – Hip-hop tribute, which was, like, towards the end, was unreal. And, I mean, obviously, I know I'm uh, partial because, you know, hip-hop is my genre, especially it was the 50 years of hip-hop, so it was basically from, like, the 80s until now. And they had – it was uh, produced by Questlove and The Roots, so they were the ones who, like, got all of the – performers performers together and you had everyone from like LL Cool J to Missy Elliott to Queen Latifah I mean it was all of the gods of hip-hop and it was just like one after the other it was unreal the only the only negatives I would say were at the very end they like you know brought it up to recent times and they did like three rappers that are kind of big now Gorilla little Uzi and someone else. And like, in my opinion, those would have not been the ones that I would have shown because they're like kind of just scratching the surface. Also, this is my old person speaking, but like, I don't care for that kind of rap. I'm assuming, and I apologize for not watching it. I'm assuming Kendrick Lamar was involved. No. Uh, I can't remember if he was part of that or they then had another excuse me, performance later on that had, like, Lil Wayne and Jay-Z and... Okay. I mean, at least... A few other people, so he may have been part of that one. I'm getting confused now, but, um... Because if we're going to exemplify modern, current hip-hop... Yeah, no, it was interesting. They didn't have Kendrick or... Childish Gambino. Yeah, I mean, it could have also been they didn't want to do it. I mean, you know, the egos of some of these rappers sharing the stage with other people. But, like, most of these people that they had were, like, the older ones, like Method Man and Public Enemy and, like, all of those that probably. Oh, yeah, Busta Rhymes, like, had the, you know, everyone knows how 
insane he can rap and like how quickly he can say certain words. So it was like just seeing him in his element was super cool. Um, so I yeah, feel that like he was has like not gotten his due yet. Still, even though he's incredibly accomplished, like the I mean the the individuality of Busta Rhymes is like on yeah it's no just... for sure. Um, yeah, so that was like worth the price of admission right there. Um, <laughs> the, the free admission from your <laughs> exactly. Um, I also really liked there was a performance that they were honoring Smokey Robinson, and so it was a lot of his songs, and it included Smokey, Stevie Wonder, Chris Stapleton. So that was like a great, you know, that's the thing I love about the Grammys is when they do the crossover genres and they do, you know, different artists performing together the collaborations that that's like why you tune in 100 percent. um so those i would say were my favorite performances obviously the kim petras and um sam smith one got a lot of heat because it was very controversial um i actually really oh sorry no just like what at what point are we pretending at any Having have, having the Grammys go on televised for this many years, yeah, I mean, it wasn't anything controversial at this point. I think there's like some satanic elements, and you know, the super conservative people freak out. But like, okay. you know, yeah, because I did see uh, an announcement this week from like the Church of Satan, like not they're like we don't we don't think that Kim and Sam like like we're not. Ex- uh, giving them like a hall hall pass or like they wouldn't be a part of our church like they were also denying them entry <laughs> so um, i don't think anybody's trying to get into like the church of Satan. yeah i mean the song's called unholy and obviously it's performed by two members of the lgbt community so like you know Ugh, do what you want with so that already good. no yeah. it's a great song and honestly when they won for maybe best duo or pop duo i can't remember but Kim Petras is, um, well, Sam had Kim do the um, acceptance speech because she's the first transgender person to win that award. And it was really impactful, her speech. Like, I was crying. Um, So I was, like, really jazzed about that. And um, obviously you had, you know, the big headlines were that Beyonce broke the number of uh, Grammy awards anyone has ever had. Um, Their controversy was that she didn't win album of the year, which is the one that people felt like she did deserve. Um, Obviously. Has she, but she's never won. She's never won that one. No, she should have at least. And there's also controversy that of all the years, the Grammys have existed. Only 11 black artists have ever won that award. So, you know, I think that's where there's some, you know, anger of like what's going on here, but I don't know. I like Beyonce. Do I think this album was her best? No, I actually feel like, I mean, Harry ended up winning that. And I think Harry, in my opinion, had less skips on his album than Beyonce did. So for me, I wasn't like, oh, my God, she should have won. But when he did win, like people were, you know, her fans were booing and which is not cool. And, you know, giving him a hard time for winning. It was hilarious when he said, like, things like this don't happen to people like me. And it's like, dude. hilarious, you mean how like that was so i think he was just uncomfortable because of what happened like it was very out of character for him 
Because yeah. it, it's the way that it was received was not the intent. Yeah, I don't think he meant to do it and make it seem like, woe is me. I think he generally was like, holy shit, I just want album of the year. The, what was heard <laughs> was, I am a, a tr- white male. gorgeous white male <laughs> at the top of my game, and this never happens to me. But in his yeah. head, if you know, uh, again, his, his background, listen, if you yeah. listen to this pod, you know, it's a Harry pod <laughs> that... He is still shockingly down to earth. Yeah, no, and for it's a sure. Great al- I do love between these two albums. I think "Sign of the Times" might be his his first solo might be a li- like a notch above for me. Mm. But both both Renaissance and Harry's House for me were like no skips. It was like put them both on. I would just listen to them kind of throughout the day. And I'm into both of them. They're very obviously very different sounds. Yeah, I definitely skipped more with Beyonce. I only liked like three of her songs on that album, like the three main, um, you know, I singles. Like Lemonade is stronger. Yeah, I don't even like Lemonade. I mean, I'm old school. I like Four and some of the other albums, but um, yeah, I think. I get the anger, but at the same time, she's got the most awards than any other artist. Like, are we really supposed to feel feel bad for Beyonce? Because I don't. Oh, also, I mean, <laughs> for me, like, they don't, I don't, we, I, I don't, or maybe it's a combination as, like, we are much more well-versed and educated on the cam- political campaign behind Oscars and behind television right. and film awards than we are, like, Grammys, I would say. So I don't know kind of the politics behind the Grammys, but, like, Harry went on a world tour for the last like two years. He did yeah. how many shows at the Staples Center that was sold out like four weeks altogether? He like, did that at Madison Square Garden too. Yeah, like he's worked. Whereas Beyonce hasn't even performed any of. She this hasn't music. even called in, and then she goes off to fuck off to Dubai to get how much millions for performing performing at like human rights violators. <sighs> You know, yeah, she, and she didn't and, perform any music from the new album, so you know, so we need a little class participation for you to get, you know, your yeah. five extra credit points. She also missed her first award, which people were saying she got lost, she got stuck in traffic, but then other people were saying she just didn't want to make two speeches, so <laughs> oh, God. That, that was the She's excuse. She's so out of touch, yeah. I mean, yeah, and then and then I saw the video that she posted later that's clearly like curated by you know the videographer that they have together and they're like eight social media, but um, it is really nice that she's still friends with Kelly Rowland, but like her crew is so insular that like it's oh, like, yeah, okay, you, you know, you're not having conversations with people in the real world. Well, and she also had her like fan base there i.e like lizzo and um i do like adele i'm actually surprised like, how much she's like acknowledged them as friends so like the two of them are huge fans of hers and we're yeah. like supporting her not only in their speeches but also like when harry won there's like a clip of both of their eyes being like what the fuck <laughs> yeah that is very funny lizzo did bring three flasks with her two for her one for she Adele. always she alcohol with her yeah yeah um because they don't have a bar at the grammys so it's just like what are we doing here but they um, did have food which was in okay yeah the setup looked a little different than normal well some, especially like, double dates couples well yeah they had these like tables of like either two 
Oh, and that was where you saw the infamous footage of your boy Ben Affleck with J-Lo. So I was going to say, the real winners of the Grammys were Lizzo, Adele, and J-Lo and Ben Affleck. I don't know if Ben was a winner, but... <laughs> The whole, he didn't, the, the he didn't look like a winner. Culture. He looked like he wanted to get the hell out of there. And he did. I mean, he is also a Leo. He does. <laughs> I mean, this is, uh, that's another photo. That a I sensitive add. Leo. A sensitive Leo. That's another photo that I'm going to add to my Ben Affleck t-shirt <laughs> collection that I'm curating that I need to like get him to sign his rights away to. Of just <laughs> images of Ben Affleck being miserable at different points in his life. It's so good. I mean. He literally. And then, and then Trevor sits down next to her. And I don't know how this, in a moment of cracked, unsavvy J-Lo that we never see before because she yeah. is curated to a T. That's why this marriage is super interesting because this is why they didn't go through it the first time because he wants to have a more, he's in regular life living. Yeah. yeah. He needs to have like, and he's like, I got my three kids and like, well, before they got, you know, before their first one broke up, they were both right. single, but she wants to live the PR lifestyle until she dies and he yeah. hates the machine. He's like, yeah. I want to be a director and I want to wear my black shirts and drink 20 Dunkins a day <laughs> and smoke my cigarettes and just be fucking miserable. It was like, incredible. Like, I am. So yeah, so in that moment, I don't know why she didn't think the camera was on her because Trevor's sitting next to her trying to like chat with her. From a commercial break, he's like, hey, we're back. And yeah, they're like yeah. fighting. <laughs> and she very literally, but for her, that's like a big that that's a big scuff up and so she kind of taps him on the chest and she's like come on look motivated yeah that's <laughs> what the people are saying she said because it's hard to tell but like it literally looks like her she's telling him look made it look motivated like act like you care you're here like let's and go he's like i will i will he's every <laughs> house husband that we see on every season it's so fantastic yeah it was incredible and it was just funny because they would occasionally just show him and he just always looked miserable and he has no idea who any of these people are no <laughs> he hasn't listened to music since 1984 <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was it was so funny so um that was funny and then the only other things worth mentioning is i think i had texted you about this they in preparation for album of the year, they kept like showing these uh, clips of all of the uh, nominees, like supposedly biggest fans. And they would argue like who should win and why. And it was so cute. Cause Harry Styles is um, biggest fan was like this older white woman, like grandma. And just like her talking about him is as if she was talking about her own like grandchild. And then um, when he won, she was on the stage and he like gave her a huge hug. And it was like such a cute moment. I was like, oh, like she must be on cloud nine. Oh, I, I mean, yeah, he's so I think that was the biggest error we've ever seen him ever make was him saying this doesn't happen to people yeah, like and me. like if that's the worst thing he's done you know then we're fine we're fine yeah um and yeah obviously you know i always look at like dresses and outfits and stuff i'd say the best dress in my opinion were cardi b which i can't believe i said she looked 
unreal. That was so cool. That was like, I want that dress. Oh yeah. my God. And then she had a similar style dress to that Adele, like with that structured. Um, oh, and she apparently broke up the fight offset and. Um, oh yeah. Well, so they had, you know, as always they do the in memoriam and they do all this music. And so um, they had, I think it was not Offset. Who's the one that's not married to Cardi? Takeoff? Which is, I can't remember who passed and who's still alive. But basically. We're getting there. It was, uh, I think, Takeoff? Performing? No, Takeoff was the one one that passed away. Passed away. Okay. Yeah, Takeoff passed away. And then. His uh, his uncle's Quavo and okay, his so Quavo is offset. Quavo was performing, and it was interesting that it was just Quavo and not Quavo and Offset. Um, well, apparently, they like yeah, didn't they get you know? But that's where the, the fight yeah, well, no. From. So you found out later that there was a fight before the performance, and basically, like Cardi had to break it up between the two of them, and that's why it's only was. Um, Quavo that performed. It was actually a really nice song. They, um, oh, I heard rumors that like he was stopping Offset from participating in the honor. Yeah. yeah. Cause they're still not really ever since the, the death. So, um, but yeah, so I, I would say Cardi B, your best dress, and also Adele were probably my two favorites. Yeah. Adele looked really dope. Um, but yeah, anything I missed or that you saw in, in the news about the Grammys? No, it was really just that the fact that the two like biggest takeaway moments are JLo and Ben, like the, <laughs> the magnifying glass that's on the two of them. And then that it was really seemed like Adele and Lizzo brought the party and we're, were the real kind of, you know, um, popular girls of yeah. the Grammys. Yeah. I don't hate so. it. So I yeah. just need to like watch the clips and performances and stuff, but I don't know why. I think probably because I can't fast forward, but maybe I could. Because what was it aired on? If CBS. I started later, I might have been. Oh, because so it would have been on Paramount Plus, and I probably could have fast forward through like the commercials. Well, no, they don't let you. So no, never mind. That's kind of the annoying thing about. That's where the advantage of your DVR skills are still coming into play. That's where the, I'm the only person who still has cable for yeah. basically live shows. That's basically the only reason. Yeah, you pay um, your monthly fee so that like once a year <laughs> you don't have to watch commercials and a three-hour award show becomes two hours. It's worth it. <laughs> it sounds it. Yeah, I watched The Last of Us and, and because wasn't it the episode? Yeah, it was like the. Well, are we doing what we're watching, or do you want to do the other news first and then? Go oh, other news we're... first, but I mean, yeah. I don't think like it's already started. That's not one yeah. of the things of like what we were watching. I just was like, oh, I want to watch the Nick Offerman, um, Murray Bartlett episode. Right. I knew it was coming down the pipe, and I was like, this thing is like what I've been hearing. So I just ended up watching that. Did I watch anything else on Sunday? Other than that, yeah, I don't know. I didn't tune into the Grammys. Just. Skipped um It's yeah. cool. I mean, we have the Oscars in a couple weeks anyway. Yeah, very true. And I got to get on that plane. Um, I want to watch more of those movies before that happens. But I don't think I am because, like, the season of You just came out. And I haven't watched last season of You. Uh, the Penn Badgley show. And yeah. Looks, they've introduced a new actor. They moved over to England. And so I'm like, oh. oh. So they're introducing a lot of 
um, English actors that I like. And I was like, oh, shit, I need to start watching this again. Um, but in this, this Grammys transition, I have a Grammys transition. Yay, yay, yay. Yeah. So, but it's sad. Uh, it, we, there are many, many concerns of Britney Spears' behavior being raised this week and rumors yeah. of a failed intervention by her family and friends. I don't know what family members, though. Yeah, I saw that, too. And yikes. Yeah, I mean, do we think we have months left or years left or I don't think she's suicidal? I just like, can we get the diagnosis? Well, it's also like, you know, some of this stuff, it's like, is it true? Is it rumor? Like, we don't know what's real and what's not. Yeah, we definitely know she's not getting better. Oh, yeah. But like, you know, the intricacies of these stories or... And mental health. I mean, yeah. Because we have no, it's from everything that we've seen, like it doesn't seem, I'm, I, I'm assuming she's not medicated. Or if she is, it's, it. it's not the right medicine. Yeah. I mean, yeah, to your point, like, I mean, we've talked about this in the past. We don't know the diagnosis and knowing the diagnosis is half the battle. Then it's a matter of figuring out like which cocktail will work for that diagnosis and when you say work, it's like, you know, how much can it really do knowing all the trauma and stuff she's been through? Yeah. And I think they're saying right now she's like, there is a depression. They're concerned about how severely depressed she is. But I also don't. There's also like so many other videos that she releases. I don't know if she's released like recent videos because I never really read like, from her behavior, and if she was going through a really intense depression, I would almost expect to get a very scary video from her. Because she yeah. doesn't, like, filter herself or anything like that. And she has access to be able to posting social media stuff on her own. And so, like, everything that you see is kind of over-the-top, uh, like, sexualized, non-sexualized behavior. Like, the nudity type things. Like, it's it, you can argue it's sexualized. Right. But she's not presenting it. To be sexual. She's like, I'm a free spirit. Well, you could argue that that's the only way she knows how to. Yes. Can uh, be a human because in this world. Because she started at 17 being sexualized. 13. Or even before. The yeah. video she shot. We were, she was 13. No. Maybe one more time video. She's not 13. She's yeah. 17. No, she was like 13 and it came out like two years later. No, I literally, I just, Scott just did a pot on that okay. song, and she's like 16 and a half or something. All right, well, I'm, because I feel like we've heard the, um, the story and learned, like, how old she was. Um, uh, yeah, but, oh. I know. I've been kind of avoiding that news just because it's like, Oh damn it, Scott's this- right. <laughs> that's that's really disappointing. And he's not going to listen to this, but yeah, maybe he will. What up? Really I know like we've, we've been giving him so many shout outs in this episode. He better listen. Um, but damn, I thought she was younger, and then it took the video a couple of years to be released, and so people were like, "Oh, it's not that bad that we were sexualizing a sixteen-year-old." But she was no, actually- I mean it's so bad. She oh, because then her boobies came in. And everyone's mm. like, oh, she got fake boobies because those boobies were not in Baby One More Time. And it was like, actually, her hormones kicked in. You right. Idiots. That yeah. checks more. That checks out. But yeah. Yikes. But yeah, I guess we'll just be waiting to see the next move and hope that it's not a bad one. But, but we don't. I mean, her sons aren't talking to her. And 
So that's got to be causing a massive amount of emotional distress for her. And Yeah, not to mention just, like, every day being in Brittany's life, like, in that life, I can only imagine. Ugh, such a bummer. Um, well, then I have some, like, ro- not actual romance things, but, like, related <laughs> romance, weird um, pop Couple. culture, fictional things. Okay. So what you got? Lay it on me, girl. That in You People, the kiss oh. at the end is CGI between Lauren London and Jonah Hill. And you can actually, when you're watching it, it, it makes a lot of sense. There's, like, confetti falling down, and you don't really even, like, see them kiss. So you're like, okay, that, all right, whatever. But then you're like, oh, I didn't see them kiss the whole time. Yeah. That, but Well, that's what's weirder to me. The whole movie is about this couple. I mean, I haven't watched it, but from what I understand, it's like this couple that meets and then they're introducing their parents and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, and they only you kiss once. No. Well, no, <laughs> but you don't realize that they haven't kissed. You believe the romance, but you're not. Oh. You don't even realize like that stuff hasn't really happened because all the other you know, typical base things that you do in the start of a romantic relationship are happening. They're just not giving us like a montage of these people like making out, which was Mm. fine. So when you're watching it, it doesn't even register like they haven't kissed yet or anything. And at the end, you're like, oh, okay. Um, But it was revealed with, um, I thought this was funny because I think this is where it's going to be interesting if there's any backlash on that end. We don't know why, because this is information that's come out of Andrew Scholes talking to Charlemagne the God on a podcast oh. they were doing. So Andrew Schultz actually says, because he's in the movie, he plays Jonah Hill's cousin. He says, he's like, I don't even know if I'm supposed to say this, but oh. it's CGI'd at the end. There's no conversation that they have that Lauren and Jonah, like, refuse to kiss or didn't right. like each other at all to kiss. Or they just, like, I think maybe they realized they didn't have a kiss, like, in the entire movie, and they're at the wedding scene. So, like, Yeah. It's so just like, oh, we weird in here, but it doesn't. When you actually watch the movie, it, it doesn't. You're not not believing their romance, right? You're rooting for them. It is just weird that like yes, I think I want to. I think that they like forgot that they didn't <laughs> get a kiss because it's like did they just not want to? It was just financially easier to do re- than not doing reshoot. Reshoots would have cost millions, so like it was just made a lot more sense to like put the computer AI together and like. Pump out that kiss. Because you're not yearning for the kiss either. It's not like a huge build up. Right. Like, oh, yay. You know. It's, uh, so. It, it, yeah, it I don't know. Odd. It's It does seem fishy, though. It's very odd. It's very odd. But. Yeah. But I think this is the future. <laughs> I, I mean, mean that's sad, though. So basically. You're a robot in about 20 years. You're so going like, to. You're going to have actors that aren't even in the same. I mean, we already have that with like green screens and stuff oh, where they're well, not now deep fakes. Right. I mean, oh, we're fucked. Yeah, no, it's over. It's been Why over are they even years, making movies like... then? Just do deep fakes. Well, cuz now <laughs> and this was we've talked about this cuz it was a podcast that I listened to a few a, a few months ago where they're already doing this with the older actors of like the Bruce Willis's and this is why he's pumping out. He's trying to make all these movies with his aphasia diagnosis. Right is that now you can just sell your image to a studio for a contract and then the studio will see your... you and your image for your likeness yeah. yeah that they want to be making so way past your time in hollywood you can be popping up you know down the road in 30 years i don't like it i don't like it at all where's the craft 
Where's the artistry? How dare you, sir? Yeah, agreed. This isn't science. This is art. We spend our lives understanding the craft of acting and studying people and observing and then trying to bring the moments to the scene. <laughs> this is mean. I it's am, sacrilege, really. As a Juilliard grad, I am furious. <laughs> As someone that walked by Juilliard once, I am furious. Ah, <laughs> uh, Yale, I will be giving my master's back. Okay, Tom Cruise. Um, <laughs> He's so short. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, very crazy. And then the other one that is infuriating the internet and setting it ablaze is the fact that Aiden is going to be coming back to and just like that sex in the city to be tormented by fuck boy Carrie Bradshaw yeah I mean <laughs> I, always, irate. I I mean I never finished season one of and just like that because I couldn't like the chat oh, the chain Diaz of to. it all <laughs> I had to stop I know I my was mom's still watching it. In the Bobby Lee of it all, I was like, "Bobby Lee is on Sex in the City. This is insane." And he like became friends with Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah. Like, outside. Of it. I mean, Aiden was always my favorite. Yeah. Um, he definitely is not the one that she should end up with because she treated him terribly, and they were not meant to be. But out of all her suitors, he definitely was the best option. I mean, John Corbett. Come on now. Yeah, he was the best. From, I'll never forget the scenes where, like, he gives her the ring and she wears it as a necklace because she doesn't want to wear it on her finger to, like, admit that she's engaged. And I'm like, if, I mean, not that I'm a man, but if I was a man and I proposed to my girlfriend and she did not want to wear her. speak louder than words. That's our MO. I'd be like, all right, give me the ring back. And it was nice knowing you. Yeah, because she's just sitting there hoping that Big would come around. Come I back. mean, ugh. The I remember, and uh, this was very jarring for me at the time when they uh, they get a bucket of KFC, and he's been eating it, and then his tummy hurts, and he's <laughs> like, and he, I think because didn't he come on and he was like kind of shredded, and then he came back and he was a little thicker or something. May- yeah, maybe there was. Some, I feel like there was a conversation, a body <laughs> conversation that would not be happening in this day, <laughs> but. Um, at that point and then he asked her to rub his tummy and I remember being like whoa that's very vulnerable of like this grown ass like six three foot man and I really appreciate that and be gross like I don't want to rub anybody's tummy like am I gonna Uh, die alone that's my I mean if my stomach hurts like I do want either myself to rub it or someone else so no I'm like nobody touch me oh my god I'm all about that life yeah, um, no, but that was a moment and then like he has the cabin and she's like I don't know if I can have this lifestyle and I was like oh fuck off you need to go back Ugh. well I mean I understood the like city girl versus country boy type of thing because he was like such a craftsman but like yeah, but that was so hot too yeah but also like you could still do both because it wasn't like he you know was living in Ohio he was oh, living yeah, upstate her- and making Writer furniture style yeah right she's not in finance <laughs> where she has to go to wall street every day yeah, yeah i mean this is why unfortunately i mean as much as i'm destroying it it is interesting when you watch episodes of sex in the city and realize 
how still relatable it is. Obviously, the technology and other things have been outdated, but like the core concepts of yeah. men and women and dating and, and all that and friendships and it's and, so. And, I mean, the the massive ta- like the two takeaways were a the toxic sexual culture of it on yeah you know emburdened on us as a community as. 18 or like actually 15 to 25 year olds like well yeah it was also the 90s and odds yeah like you should all be having sex and it's fine and if you're not getting laid like what's wrong with you so that hasn't built up a huge amount of insecurities for us over the years when it's actually like no it's healthy that we're not just banging around town right Um, that was really fun part of like lost culture this week with margaret cho when they were talking about like you know, people say to get over somebody is to get, you have to get under somebody under else. else. But that's been nothing but like mentally destructive my entire life to me. Of like, well, and also to them as they were saying. So yeah. I was like, it was interesting to hear two gay men say that when obviously, you know, the assumption is that gay men just sleep around, but that's not act- the actuality. It's just like yeah. every other community there are some people who are very promiscuous and then there's some people that are not (laughs) and who are comfortable with doing that and are fine right and then typically you know what happens is it is not that easy to separate your sex and your emotions and it can be very you you know and there's trust involved and there's yeah intimacy so there's a lot of factors going in yeah so i mean i won't watch season two because i didn't finish season one but i will be very curious what people like you and my mom think when you do watch it and if it's how how it compares to the dumpster truck that was dumpster fire truck that was season one <laughs> i mean you added the truck it can just be yeah. a dumpster fire yeah but we could also have a truck the dumpster truck that's on fire too yeah so i'll take all one. the above <laughs> yeah, it's bad and nobody yeah. wants fire to be burning i mean not burning. no fire to be burning. i mean trash it's like we want fire to be burning you idiot yeah Tra- trash is really bad to burn guys if you don't know don't be burning trash it really this is a lot of chemicals into the air that's our psa that's our fun fact of the day <laughs> if you didn't know um the other thing that happened this like a total last minute thing that I just saw today that I thought was very interesting. The trailer for Air came out. Air is the story. This is the new Ben Affleck, like Matt Damon project. Oh. Matt Damon's the star. Ben Affleck is also co-starring, but Ben Affleck is uh, the director, right? Yeah, I saw that image of him. Yeah, and I think it is mostly his hair, but then I think there's some additional like wig situations happening because it gets a little insane. Well, it looks really curly too, right? Yeah, but his hair can do that. And he has like, I yeah, he his hair when it grows out naturally gets a little like curly. And he did this for like the bar, t- the movie like Bartend or something as well. Mm-hmm. So it, it might be a little a mixture of both because it does look pretty insane, but it's also supposed to be 1985, I think. So it's oh, okay. like, so it makes sense for what's happening, but it looks volume. Awesome on yeah. yeah. Um, and <laughs> from the trailer, he, I mean, the town, he was amazing in acting. I always, like, he's a great director. This one, I think we're entering the J-Lo era of I'm not eating enough and therefore cannot act anymore. Oh, no. <laughs> like, I don't know what, yeah, it, it's it's a little rough, but he's not the star of it. He just seems like the, to be, like, the inept founder of Nike, of, like, but Matt Damon's the guy who's, like, boots on the ground, like, I'm going to get a basketball department, like, created at Nike, 
great cast. Get ready. Your boy, okay. Messina. Mr. Messina is back. Ooh, we haven't seen yeah. him in a while. No, but he and Affleck. And this is why you can't really hate on Affleck. You can say all this shit, but he works with the same people who are all really good and they return. So he and Messina worked on Argo together. Right. And I was going to say, weren't really they in Argo? I mean, yeah. yeah Argo so was a great they walked movie. away as friends, then I'm like, all right, then we can vouch for some good personalities here. Or, no, because they're not both monsters. I was like, or they see each other. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Christmas good. Oh, I love him. Yeah. Yeah. So that was exciting. And then Viola Davis. Oh yeah, um, and also Chris Tucker and Damon Wayans are in it as well. So oh, like, interesting! That's a stacked cast. The movie looks like a solid C plus. Mm. Yeah. So it's, it's about Nike. That's why it's called Air. It's about launching, like, creating Nike Air Jordans, and like getting oh. Michael Jordan as a rookie, and like the risk that this all took. Yeah, to then know. Like, and Matt Damon's going to be the white savior. Classic Matt Damon. Is someone playing Michael Jordan, or is that just, like, he's kind of in the background? I don't even know if he's going to come into play. Yeah, the only, like, in the trailer, they go down to visit. Matt Damon goes to visit his parents to talk to them. And he's still a rookie. Mm. He hasn't even been drafted yet, so he must be playing at UNC. Mm. So I don't even know if they're going to introduce him. It's really just going to be about, Right, the know. business side of it. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, cool. Did you mention Jason Bateman's in it? No. Oh, wow. okay. Yeah. Jason Bateman's, I think, like the creative director for Nike at the time or something. Oh, like, that's he's cool. working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's really a solid cast. Yeah. He grew, he gave himself a bit of a mullet, like a working mullet. We love Jason Bateman. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'm on board. But yeah, what are you watching? What's been uh, well, since last week, I finally watched the menu. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I actually one of my top, really I would say one of my top films of the year, if not I kind of liked it. it all year. Yeah, I'm more surprised how much I liked it because when I watched the I wasn't really jazzed about it. I'm so glad and, because I was like, if this is if all the movies, it's so hard to predict for you. And I was like, this yeah. would be the only movie Michelle would want to watch. Yeah, Charlie didn't like it. I I mean, it was definitely, there were moments where I'm like, what the F is going on? Because, yeah. I mean, that's I what... I think they're put there for those reasons. Yeah. reason, but um, it didn't scare me as much as I think I anticipated it would. It's a psychological um, thriller. Yeah, I mean, there's some pretty insane scenes in terms of, like, violence. Yeah. But, uh... Yes, chef. Yeah, I. What? Ooh. Yes, chef. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so scary. Yeah, I mean, it was. I think you know the casting was great, and I. I mean, not surprisingly, I did not care for the John Leguizamo character oh, storyline. Okay, I loved how obnoxious he was. Like, because it's John Leguizamo. I right. John Leguizamo. Yeah, and, like, I liked, you know, they, I'm not going to go, you know, I don't want to ruin it for those who haven't seen it, but um, I think you gave a little bit of a, you know, ple- uh, what's the word, description in terms of they're all on this island and experiencing this, you know, food extravaganza, and obviously the people that are there are all rich or come from money or have access so 
it's interesting to see the different characters that show up at this event. Um, and I liked the finance bro one. Like, that one, I, I like, I guess, you know, again, because it's, like, you see so many finance bros get away with shit that it was like yeah, nice like to see them bros. Yeah. And it's, um, I love the guy from broad city, right? Well, it's the guy from broad city. And then it's also one of the guys from succession, the Asian guy. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I didn't, I didn't know if I recognized the black guy from anything, but he was good too. Um, in that group of the three. Yeah. Um, but I just also, loved the i don't know what his name is but the one that played anna taylor joy's like halt yeah his, w- ca- his character was like what the hell yeah <laughs> he is always he is never not performing at an a level yeah and any, yeah. any projects he chooses you're like damn about a boy i mean this is the little about a boy he's all yeah oh my god that's so insane i'll have to text my brother that and yeah yeah that's that's like his only awkward phase is an about boy and then he becomes hot nicholas holt and he's jennifer lawrence's ex-boyfriend they did it for like four years that does sound because they're male x-men right I forgot that he was an about a boy. Wow, that's a throwback. Um, I was waiting for him to get more nominations from that bit, like as a supporting. I was like, he really. Yeah, him and Rafe are like definitely the best. I mean, I yeah. guess Anna's pretty good too. Um, yeah. She's I go back and forth on how I feel about the ending, but. I really no, liked it. Yeah. It's definitely, I think, was worth watching for yeah. sure. I mean, it's. It- and then you also throw in Judith Light, which is like one of the smallest oh my God, performances I know. we ever get from Judith Light. You're like, whoa, okay, because they put her in a bad wig, which was great. Yeah, yeah. oh my God, and that whole like, storyline. I mean, you knew immediately what was going on there. Uh, <laughs> so good. Yeah, Ray Fiennes is terrifying, but he's And then his henchman, yeah. the woman from The Watchmen, she's yeah. great too. Um. Yeah, no, I I liked it a lot more than I thought I would, and I mean, it was definitely worth the price. It was free on HBO. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I liked it. Nice. What about you? What have you been watching? Yeah, I did a little, a lot more consumption. Um, I got She Said. I want to say oh, right. it's not on HBO. Is it on Peacock now? It's definitely free streaming somewhere. And it it might be on Hulu. Hulu, Peacock. Who has a conversation with... Somebody has a connection with Hulu. It's either Paramount or Peacock, and they kind of go... But Because I thought... Either way. It's free somewhere, so if you search it on your phone... I mean, if you search it on your TV or find it, one of those things. That's the... Oh, yeah, it is on Peacock. Okay, cool. It, it, so it's NBC Universal Film. Um, that is the story of how they brought down Harvey Weinstein and finally got charges to stick against him by having uh, the um, victims of his assaults, not all of them, just a portion of them, be able to come forward and work t- and, and support each other. And as a number of women were then not going to back down, they were right. able to finally pursue him and we all know he's going to die in prison now for the amount of assaults that he did. Um, and so that's Carrie Mulligan, one of my favorites, and Zoe Kazan. Zoe really carries the movie. Carrie's also really good. Uh, Patricia Clarkson is in it, and Andre Bauer. Is it Bowerman? It's just Bauer, right? 
I think I'm adding. I don't think I know who that is. Oh, from, um, and he's in everything, but he Uh, is, um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He's Andy Samberg's boss. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and, you know, old Bauer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and so it is a little. I don't think I realize that's how you pronounce it. Okay. Okay. Um, that, yeah, it's not, you know, it's not super fast film. It is very interesting how the story gets told and created and, and, um, kind of and you know the the roadblocks that they hit and then like support of the new york times and Mm. and the politics and then what i thought was the most interesting part of it which is probably like ironic and counterintuitive to the whole film was what they did for with harvey weinstein it's like he's because he's like the monster of the film but it's like the most interesting part where they i i think they got a voice um, matcher like a an impressionist of him or had or cgi'd together um his voice with clips of other things that he had said before because you hear his voice get comment on things because they tell him uh, the new york times lets it like it gets word back to him that the article is going to come out right and like all this stuff's going to start happening um and and it just starts to fall like dominoes um, and so that was interesting in itself. And you also, you know what the results are. So that's, right. there's no, you know, kind of mystery going on. Surprise. But was, if you like Spotlight, you know, then that would, it would be very similar to Spotlight storytelling of like, we're doing this story and this is how we find the information and yeah, and get it out to the public. And so, um, yeah, if you're into, if you're into that, yeah, I was just like in the mood for that kind of vibe. So I was like, okay, this worked out well, but I don't know, I don't. I don't know how I would recommend it to, like, I would say a solid B. Yeah, I'm curious how it's doing on Rotten Tomatoes. I think it scored well. I mean, it was definitely part of the awards conversation, but just nothing. It was definitely expected to be a bigger part of the awards right, conversation. Because yeah. you got um, Carrie Mulligan and Zoe Kazan just, you know. Right, right and there. she just was nominated, last, what was it, last year for? Um... Or two years ago, Promising Young Women? Was that 2020, maybe? It was yeah. definitely during COVID. Right. I oh just get, you know, oh, the years confused. My God. That movie is so Yeah, that movie I still can't ugh. um Bo burn it looks like I got eighty eight percent tomato meter and ninety one percent audience score. Yeah. So that's pretty yeah. good. It's definitely like well done. It has right. all the right parts to it. Um I'm curious and- what the menu got on here. Yeah, and if so, if you're interested in that story at all, then I would definitely recommend it because they do a great job of casting and then story. A big part of it is highlighting a lot of the stories that weren't necessarily highlighted during by the media of women because they weren't as famous as some of the other victims, which is already really fucked up too. Yeah, but it ha- you know it goes international. Bless you, bless you. Thank you. Um, they go over to London because he assaulted women over there who worked for him, and so it's he's super- an international molester. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, yeah. So that yeah, interesting there. Um I watched Black Panther uh, now oh, on Disney. The Plus. Black Panther the Wakanda sequel. Forever. Yeah. Um and that uh it's yeah, still really really great. I sh- definitely should have and I knew kind of a few weeks ago that I should have bitten the bullet and gone to see it in theaters because I think I would have liked it just like a little more in theaters too because Marvel is right. really great with the visuals and it was all, you know, it's water and stuff like that. And so, um, 
we unfortunately have had Chadwick Boseman pass away. And so now is, um, and they honor that. That's like the introduction that this is what's gone on. So now Wakanda doesn't have its savior and is available to be like under attack. Mm. So it's very vulnerable. And then this, um, and then Wakanda is um, able to become Wakanda because it discovers vibranium that fell to the earth from a meteor. They think that they're the only place that has this. They come to discover that there's another community under the water that I can do the same that also found vibranium and then has been able to create their community and live this way in safety. Um, and so like the it has a lot to do with the story. So I don't want to explain like the quote unquote villain. I don't really know. I mean, I guess he's considered the villain, but everybody's got their reasons. <laughs> my favorite Brett Goldstein line. Yeah. Um, and he the uh the problem is that it's like a little too close to the release of avatar so you then now have these like you know it's interesting as you were saying that i'm like this sounds like the avatar storyline and i don't even i haven't seen it but just from what i've been hearing people say about avatar yeah with avatar you're in a different world and they have something called unobtainium so you're like you have to go to this other planet that they're already there and then they're called you know colonizing it and being white people and taking everything here, this one is like your the ideas you're on Earth. So like yeah, your fellow yeah. humans. Yeah, um, but then Angela Bassett, uh, I think, is slated to win the Oscar for it. I mean, I think Angela yeah, I mean, Bassett she, should win an Oscar anytime she breathes. In front I mean, of us. she won the Golden Globes. So yeah, that's why I say I expect her to be you know winning yeah. this and uh, and it, like the Oscars do all this time they. The Oscars like to pretend they're awarding a movie or a specific performance. It's almost like you've done your dues and then right. the Oscars award you. Cause like she should have. It's like this. when you're in a company and you get promoted for the job you've already been doing for the last five years. Exactly. <laughs> so she should Angela Bassett, like, you know, sh- sh- how Stella got her groove back, you know, the Tina Turner story. Right. Wasn't that like, like, yeah, no, I mean, she's been Denzel. in everything. Yeah, it's like she should have been winning years ago. Denzel should have won for Malcolm X, but okay. He should also have won for Training Day, but like we're also just going to pay him off on Oscars that he doesn't necessarily deserve. So yeah, so she deserves Oscars, but I mean, I don't know for a Marvel movie, but but yeah. Um, uh, and then Lino, not I always say Lino Waithe, but Lenithia, what? The other girl. Yeah, they were. She just has some very controversial political opinion. So it's mm-hmm. and she's been asked to keep her mouth shut for a few years, or like they were gonna get fucked with the Wakanda Forever project because she's anti-vax and shit. So, but they still kept her around, and um, and I really liked her before. Yeah, and unfortunately, now that I know all that shit, it sucks. I'm like, ugh, get her out of here. Um, but yeah, like, Eva- like Evangeline Lilly and Ant Man. Ugh, which is going to be in the next one, Quantinanium or whatever, with uh, Jonathan Major is going to be the villain. Oh. oh. Oh, yeah, that's why he's beefed up. I mean, not that he didn't really need to necessarily well, no, beef he's... up more, but... For Creed, he beefed up. And then he was also, yeah, the good accurate. Yeah. Because then he was also like, I'm going to Quantanium. I think that's what it is. Yeah, so hot. Oh, my God, Jonathan Major. So thighs. I mean... Jesus. It's just crazy because Michael B. Jordan looks jacked this man to make michael b jordan look like he's like a skinny a baby <laughs> yeah it's like wait what 
Like Michael is like, <laughs> I wanted to cast you, but I'm regretting all of these <laughs> choices because fuck you. Because he's yeah, huge. Ins- oh my god, it's he's insane. So hot. But to he see also them was, next to each other. He was that thick and cut for the like HBO show that kind of got him in front of everybody too. Jonathan right. Majors. Yeah. But I'm I'm on board for it. The man, I, the there's a Netflix movie that he did where he's a cowboy, and the way he gets on and off a horse. Oh, isn't isn't he with shit. Idris Elba in that movie? I never ended yeah. up seeing that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. The horse is going full speed, and he can jump off and off, and you're just like, <laughs> okay, do whatever you want to me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, it takes a little bar for me to just like. He's a good looking man. I don't I think most people would agree with you on that one. Yeah. <laughs> that's not a uh hot take. <laughs> it's not an unpopular opinion. Exactly. Um and then oh I wrote down Dave. I was like, what did I watch on Dave? Dave I started watching Dave a little bit. I dipped into Dave the FX show. Yeah, yeah. Oh, something just cut out. I don't know what happened. Can you yeah. hear me? Okay, cool. Yeah, I started watching Dave because I yeah. wanted a little half hour comedy. And uh, and my other best friend besides you, Andrew Santino, is on that show. So I had to watch and Andrew Santino's Yeah, what are your so thoughts? Fucking control. <laughs> so good. Yeah, I mean um, it's I'm I've seen it all, so I'm curious. Like I, I like it to some degree, especially because there's a lot of influence from the hip hop and music world. I mean you have so many people and the Judaism behind it with him and like Yeah, yeah. but he's also a fucking weirdo. So yes. it go. I mean, it's on FX for a reason. So it's it's a very unique show. It's lucky that it's found its place. Yeah. Yes, and they let them clearly do their thing, and that works out well. And that's how shows should be done because it's very original and it's very unique, and it's yeah, you know, just conversations. Um. So yeah, I'm on board. I'm really liking the characters and the friends and the people that are getting introduced. But yes, he's fucking weird and uh. I mean, when you think you're zigging, you're zagging. So that's fun too. But then I'm just some. And honestly, in a couple episodes, I was like, I just want to see Andrew Santino's parts. <laughs> kind of just yeah. Went he's not. I mean, he's not not a main character, but he's you know he's the manager. So it's not like he's in every episode. Or if he is, it's not like he has huge parts in every episode. Yeah, at least in the beginning. I think they're also roommates too. Like he's like leaving. He's saying goodbye. To right, because it's and stuff. yeah. For those that don't know, Dave is um, a show based loosely based off of Little Dicky, the Jewish rapper who became successful a couple years ago um, with that song, My Dick. But um, it's like, you know, a very nebbishy, Jewy guy that also has this allure to hip hop and coolness and trying to find his place in the hip hop yeah, world. I would say he's almost like a hip hop weirdo. Because it's like funny raps. See, I would say he's a hip-hop curb. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like he has all these idiosyncrasies and frustrations and things that annoy him and get in his own way. But he's also funny and obviously talented and has these connections with celebrities or starting to build connections. So, yeah, it's it's definitely an interesting show. I think the new season's coming out soon, actually, this summer. Definitely, yeah. They're talking about it on Bad Friends, so yeah. Oh, okay. Definitely conversations are happening, so yeah, I might dip back into that every once in a while, or have it on the background or something. It's it, I, there were some lulls for sure. Yeah, no, it's it's not something I would necessarily binge, but I would watch an episode here and there. Yeah, because he gets kind of annoying. So you're like, yeah, exactly. Right. 
he's a lot um but it's all original ideas through though oh like, yeah i'm like that's an interesting writer's room that's what i want to be in oh my god yeah and like again you have you know that guy who plays his best friend uh taco or whatever he's like <laughs> In real life, he's, like, really close with the Jenners. And, like, it's interesting to see the overlap of people who are on the show and also in, like, the popular group. Yeah. Because um, I think Kendall Jenner's in an episode. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, there's a lot of crossover. Cross, cross with, like, Calabasas. And, yeah. yeah, exactly. So. Everybody's getting the disease. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's called money. Exactly. Um, and then the final thing that I checked out that I would definitely recommend to every everybody is uh, Kunk on Earth. It's like such a hard kunk. Um, this is a very dry um, mockumentary done by Diane Morgan plays uh, a Philia, a Philomena Kunk. This is a spinoff. It's on Netflix. In 2019, she did a mini series in, in the UK. She's British called Kunk and Other Humans. And it was based off of the December general election. And oh. there's a satire on that. And now she's gotten second wind and gotten a Netflix deal to do this. And it's called Kunk on Earth. And it's looking at like the history of Earth and other things. And she goes around talking to experts. And she has the most insanely fantastic. It's such a daily show, like just the stupidest baseline questions. And some of the experts are really, really like patient and like and laugh. And then a couple of the experts are like, yeah, really frustrated. They're not frustrated. They're like so. Um, uh, they just like cannot. They're not part of the joke by any means, but they just get amused by how insane and dumb her questions are. That they can't not really laugh at her, right? And, while they're explaining things to her, um, but I, yeah, it was. I was like putting some laundry away and stuff. You can definitely have it on in the background. You don't need to be like glued in, but it is lols. Yeah, definitely. I recommend. like her character on Afterlife, which reminds me, I haven't seen the latest, the last season. I need to watch that. Yeah, I'd be surprised if she gave range. I think this is kind of what she does, and it's mm. it works really well. Yeah. I could see like that. I would assume her afterlife character is pretty dry. dry. And yeah. 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 I mean, most like, of that show is dry because it's British humor, but yeah. Yeah. But just like the, you know, the classic A plus level mockumentary of just staring you in the eyes and asking you the dumbest thing yeah. you can say. No, think no, no, no. That's definitely her character in afterlife. Yeah. yeah. It's great. So I would, I would, I'm going to watch more of that too. So yeah. So it's oh, it's an app. it's like a TV show, not a movie. Correct. Yeah. Little oh, okay. episodes. Yeah. Cool. I, they might be themed around different things or something. Right. Just kind of letting it roll. Cool. Okay. All right. So that's everything on my end. All right. Well, I guess until next time. Keep it real, guys. <laughs>